It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The 2020 season did not quite go as planned for Reds fans as the playoffs ended abruptly in the wild card round. Now the Reds are left to pick up the pieces during the offseason and fix a lineup that was the worst in Major League Baseball. How are they going to do it? What are they going to do? Rumors, transactions, news, all here on the Locked On Reds podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Carr. Let's go. Hello, how are you? And welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. It is the beginning of Thanksgiving week. I hope that you are doing great. I hope that you have a great plan in place for this weird year that is 2020 and how to celebrate Thanksgiving with your family this year. And I'm thankful that you are listening to this podcast today. On today's episode, we're going to start a two-part series. Today and tomorrow, I'm going to present two players to you because I think there is a legitimate argument to be had between these two players. Two guys that I think are the top when it comes to hitting for the Reds in 2020. Today, we're going to talk about Jesse Winker. I know I've been talking about the last couple of days. I'm like, oh, hey, let's talk about Jesse Winker's 2020, and then I've gotten distracted. But today, I promise we're talking about Jesse Winker. And I'm going to tell you why I think he was the best in the Reds lineup in 2020. Then tomorrow, I'm going to talk to you about Nick Castellanos, and I'm going to tell you why I think he was the best. And then I'm going to leave it to you. I'm going to have a poll up that will be up for, you know, the rest of the week during the Thanksgiving festivities, and I want to know what your take is on the matter between Jesse Winker and Nick Castellanos, who was the best in the Reds lineup in 2020. So without further ado, let's jump in now, because Jesse Winker was absolutely fantastic when you look at his 2020 season. He led the team in batting average. He led the team in on-base percentage. And he led the team in slugging percentage as well. In fact, if you like to use the OPS plus statistic, which attempts to be an end-all, be-all hitting statistic, it's not quite there, but it's, it's close. But OPS plus, he led the team. He was a 142 OPS plus. And as far as people who actually played a decent amount during the season, that is the best. Now, Tyler Stevenson had a 170, but of course his uh, uh, sampling size was far, far smaller than Jesse Winker's. But a 142 for DeWink. In fact, digging into his stat cast numbers, his average exit velocity of 92.1 miles per hour was in the top 10% of Major League Baseball, and it's really cool because Baseball Savant even breaks it down to you know his, his best zones. And if there was a pitch that was down and in, he absolutely crushed it, whether it was just barely outside the zone, down and in toward his knees, or if it was just inside the zone, 
he hit the ball an average of around 106 to 108 miles an hour. Absolutely crushed it. Dude got the barrel on the ball quite a bit. In fact, 13% of the time he registered what baseball savant calls a barrel. So, i.e., he hit the ball with the barrel of the bat. And there are a number of other statistics, especially when it comes to hard hit percentage, which he was in the top 10% of the league. He was also in the top 9% of the league in walk percentage. He looked like the kind of guy that the Reds used to have in Joey Votto. He walked a lot and he hit a lot. One of the things that he did, he he wasn't swinging a ton based on his plate discipline statistics, but he was very aggressive early in the counts. In fact, he swung at the first pitch more than he ever has in his career. He swung at the first pitch 29.5% of the time. His career average was 23% of the time, and he saw an uptick in numbers because of that. Probably the most valuable part of his 2020, though, was his performance in the month of August, because not many Reds were putting the bat on the ball during the month of August. He carried the lineup during that time. In fact, in 84 at-bats in the month of August, he hit 369, got on base 40, almost 46% of the time, 459 on base, and had a 798 slugging percentage. He had 10 home runs. In the month of August, he only had 16 RBIs, but that's just because nobody was getting on base. He also had six doubles to boot. Absolutely fantastic month for him. And like I said, I mean, you remember it too, if you watch the Reds a ton this season, whenever they were struggling mightily to get runs, to even get hits in the month of August, Jesse Winker was the guy that was pulling them along. He was always on base, and he was always smacking the ball over the fence. He had 12 walks in the month of August. In fact, he had thir- he had 16 walks the rest of the season, if you look at July and September and October. So he was just on fire during the month of August. Now, he did one of the reasons his numbers did not continue the absolute horrid pace he had set in the month of August was in the month of September. He batted a cool 104. That's right. Not, not, not a very good way to end the season for Jesse Winker, but he did only have 48 at bats in that month. Part of that was health. I mean, you know, he had some back tightness that he was really fighting through in the month of September and it uh, showed in his numbers. That was part of the reason, even though his overall season numbers were still pretty decent. I mean, 255 isn't like amazing when it comes to batting average, but overall his OPS being over 900 and stuff like that, you look at that and you say, well, he had a really good year. If the month of September, he was as healthy as the month of August, now maybe he doesn't hit 360, but at the same time, he probably still has an even better season and maybe closer to 300 batting average if he was actually healthy in the final month of the season. But overall, an amazing year, a turning point for Jesse Winker, because at the beginning of the season, when we looked at the team that the Reds had built, and we looked at Moustakis and Castellanos and Shogo, and you still had Suarez and Vado. The fact that Winker emerged as a top dude in this lineup 
is absolutely fantastic because if we can get those other guys to play closer to the back of their baseball card, I know we heard that a lot during the 2020 season, but if you can get the moose with the power that you thought you had and you can get Castellanos with the power that you thought you had, although we'll talk about him tomorrow, he might be the best dude in this lineup. I don't know, but for today, we're talking about Jesse Winker as the best part of this lineup because he really emerged and he just becomes another compliment in a lineup that if they play up to potential will be one of the best in the league. Speaking of best in the league, I got a snack for you that's the best in the league. It's called Built Bar. If you haven't tried it yet, go to BuiltBar.com and enter the promo code Locked On to get 20% off your next order. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. I swear, whenever you have snacks, you normally feel guilty after where you think, boy, that tasted really good, but at what cost, man? Built Bar's not that way. They've only got four grams of sugar and four grams of fat while having up words of 17 grams of protein in one bar and they've got amazing flavors i love cherry barcia it's my favorite you can also check out cookies and cream which is also amazing pumpkin chocolate chip cookie is still around for a limited time they've also got other flavors like peanut butter chocolate chip you've got some chocolate coconut if you like the coke i do coconut's pretty good in my opinion but there's so many to try, lots of fruit flavors as well. You just got to check out BuiltBar.com. And with the promo code locked on, you'll get 20% off your next order so you can see what it is I've been talking about. Go over there right now. Locked on will get you 20% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, so like I said at the beginning today, Jesse Winker is the best player in the Reds lineup for 2020. We're talking all about him. Now let's take a look at where we go from here with Jesse Winker. He had an amazing offensive season in 2020, but a little bit more of the same when you look at his glove for the same year because we already knew coming into it that in his game, the liability is his fielding. Now, it's not as bad as you might think. In fact, in 2020, he had an outs above average, which is kind of my favorite fielding statistic to encompass a player's defensive ability. He had an outs above average of minus one. Now, that says that he's below average, obviously. But when you put it into perspective, when you look at the rest of the team, he's not near the worst fielder on the team. In fact, minus one is kind of good compared to some of the guys that will be on the Reds team next season, including the guy who we'll be talking about tomorrow. So what do you do with Jesse Winker? Because in left field, he's not as huge of a liability, although you could get better fielders out there like Shogo. Shogo is a much better left fielder than Jesse Winker is. But how do you keep his bat in the lineup? I've mentioned this before, and I'm going to champion this all off season. I really hope it's something that we see come to fruition in spring training. But get this man some work, some reps, some playing time at first base. We need to create some sort of timeshare, like I mentioned, 75-25 at first base with Joey Votto and somebody else that isn't Joey Votto. It doesn't necessarily have to be Joey Votto, Jesse Winker. You could also throw in Mike Moustakis. But I want to see Jesse Winker begin to get some reps 
at first base. I think he's got the ability to play the position pretty well, which, you know, if you know baseball, I mean, I played first base when I played baseball in high school. So you don't necessarily have to be the most athletic person to be a first baseman. But on the other hand, Winker's glove is all right. His arm is all right. The only question that you really have with him is his range. And if you take him out of the outfield, it isn't that big of a factor anymore. So get him at first base. You'll keep his bat in the lineup, which, as we mentioned in the first part of the show, has become one of the best. And, I mean, it, it was the best for the Reds in 2020. But moving forward, he's a guy that you can count on not only against right-handers but also against lefties as well. That's something else I forgot to mention is that when you look at his 2020 numbers, he actually had pretty good numbers against left-handed pitchers. Now, granted, it's a small sample size, but really, when we look at 2020 as a whole, we're judging a small sample size for an individual player. So looking at 2024, Jesse Winker, he had 34 at-bats against left-handed pitching. He actually had a better batting average, 265, than he did against right-handed pitchers, which was 252. He got on base 39% of the time, and although he did see a slight drop-off in slugging percentage, his slugging percentage against right-handed pitching was 557. His slugging percentage against left-handed pitching was 500. So it's, it's minuscule. He actually shows that he can hit, whether it's a right-handed pitcher or a left-handed pitcher. So let's make sure that we've got him in the lineup almost every day, if not every day. He's at the point of his career where he should be an everyday player for the Cincinnati Reds. And the best way to do that, especially if we're talking about a National League that for one blip on the radar, because I'm sure after the collective bargaining agreement is agreed upon, the designated hitter will become universal. But if it is in fact removed for the 2021 season, this would be an awesome weapon to have in your back pocket Jesse Winker at first base so that's what I want to see moving forward from him I want to see him in the lineup pretty much every day if not definitely every day and it doesn't have to be always in left field because then that way you would open up more playing time for Shogo maybe move Nixon Zell around there a little bit and you could keep the outfield of Castiano, Senzel, and Shogo rolling with Jesse Winker at first base. Now, it's it's not to say that outs above average will translate perfectly from left field to first base, but if it does, then he's actually a better first baseman defensively than Joey Votto. Let that sink in for a minute. Again, it's extrapolating a little bit and asking you to say, well, the outs above average at left field would translate perfectly to the outs above average at first base, but Jesse Winker's minus one in left field is better than Joey Votto's minus three at first base. So I, I would love to see this. I, I hope the Reds put this into effect in 2021 because I think Jesse Winker could be a good first baseman. And like I've mentioned a hundred times, you need to keep his bat in the lineup Every day in 2021. All right, on tomorrow's podcast, I'm going to tell you why Nick Castellanos is the Reds' best hitter from 2020. And then I'm going to ask you to decide. There will be a poll question that will be up the rest of the week after tomorrow's podcast. So make sure you check that out. And the best way to not miss any of it is to subscribe on whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. And follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs. And the poll will be up at Locked On Reds on Twitter 
as well. And and hit up the Lockdown Reds line if you've got a longer uh, a longer reply than what a tweet would let you have. That's 513-549-0159. We'll hit up some of the Lockdown Reds line stuff later this week in a segment of Jeff's Junk Mail. But we've got episodes coming at you every day this week, including Thanksgiving, in which we will have Chad Dotson on the podcast talking about an awesome story in Red's history, something he wrote on his latest blog post. But that's it for today. Now tell the smart device to play Locked On Major League Baseball, and I will talk to each and every one of you tomorrow. Let's go, Rex. Hey. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.